Trying to grab all the groceries in one trip? Oof, not how you would have done that. You know sometimes less is more. Like when you drive less and save with the USAA annual mileage discount. USAA. Get a quote today. Please stand clear of the doors. Hey guys, let's go to the lights. Breaking news. Osborne Lights scheduled to leave in 2015. Are you kidding me? Our next stop is the... Welcome to episode 80 of the Diz His Podcast. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. Today we will be giving the his on the Osborne family spectacle of dancing lights. Okay, so today we're going to go ahead and have Trevor, you know, our trivia guy. He's going to be on the episode and kind of hearing his insight on, you know, the history of the Osborne family spectacle of lights. Mm -hmm. So how are you doing today, Trevor? I'm good, man. Excited to be here. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to, it was like a really big gap there, man. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. We're getting some lag, I guess, because like you said it, I was like waiting. I'm like, what's going on? Like, did it freeze? And then... it's 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 on my end. It's it, better it, now. It's on my end. Is it? That's all right. So uh, you know, it's no longer there. We have all been to the Osborne family mm -hmm. spectacle of dancing lights. So we're gonna go through. Can I talk about it? And uh, what do you think of it, Alex? I think it's awesome. It's one of the things I actually like about uh, going to Disney during Christmas time. Because you know me, I'm kind of a uh, not a giant Christmas guy, uh, but the Osborne lights are so cool. They're fun to look at, and it's entertaining to uh, stand there and look around, um, being engulfed by the lights. Yeah, and right now, uh, Jen, she's posting pictures in chat because you know we've been this. So this was before this year, and when the lights were still around, right? Mm -hmm. What we would do is on Friday afternoon, uh, we would all head on down to Disney, yep. right? And we would go to the Osborne Lights together. We would hit Hollywood Studios, see the Osborne Lights. On Saturday, we would spend the night over at Disney. On Saturday, we would go ahead and do candlelight, you know, and we would have like the dinner package or the breakfast package. Mm -hmm. And then Sunday, we would hit Magic Kingdom usually on that Sunday, you know, spend like the whole week. This is like our family Disney yeah, weekend. weekend trip. And we, and you know, when they took away the lights, I mean, that Friday night definitely changed because it was kind of like, well, because those lights were such a great, like, really get you in the Christmas spirit for sure and get you in the holiday spirit, I guess you can say. Yeah. Uh, and now she's posting pictures in Discord, and he has one of Alex and my sister. And I mean, that, that, that had to be a long time ago. I mean, we've been doing this for a long time, I would say. Yeah. So it started, I was actually, I was looking at it today. When did it start? So it started in um, 2004. And that was the first year that I, um, my husband and I took our daughter. It was just the three of us. And we had, I, we had never seen it. I, I thought maybe we saw it before that. Um, but uh, going back through, nope, there's definitely no way we did. So that is, um, my first time with it. And then mm -hmm. it just became this every year thing. And, yep. you know, it changed and it morphed and, and some people came and some people didn't. And, you know, it would be if this was still going on, we would probably be doing something live. But we were all there, there the last year they did the lights. Mm -hmm. And uh, so we're getting kind of far ahead of ourselves. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but Trevor, how about you? You know, a memory, do you have, not, not a memory, but what do you think of the lights? I, I think they're, they were great. Um, I've only seen them once. Um, but that night was, was pretty awesome. 
Um, I didn't really know what to expect. Uh, I saw them when I was kind of little. Um, and so, you know, you're just standing there. It's, it's really dark. You know, you're standing in this spot where, you know, everyone is. You're kind of like, why are we just standing here? And yeah. then, you know, the music kind of starts. And then, you know, my little my little brain just is flooded with millions of lights. Yeah. It, was, it was quite the sight to see. I think it's I think it's one of their best Christmas attractions. Yeah, and I remember when they, you know, because it's no longer there right now. And the reason why it's no longer there is because of Galaxy's Edge, right? Because where they hold the lights is now where Galaxy's Edge is at. And I remember when they announced that they weren't going to do it anymore. I mean, I was really, I mean, it was really disappointed because this is something that we were doing together as a family, family and friends for, for like, ten, like I mean, I, I think it's been like 10 years. I think we've been doing it, maybe even longer than that. Um, So yeah, it, was, guys, it was really yeah. disappointing to to have those lights taken away, but it did get replaced. Of course, you know, just like with splash mountain now and splash mountains going away and it's going to be replaced with something new and better. You know, I wouldn't say better, but something new, right? Mm -hmm. Something else is there and it's new and it's also, it's also great, right? Galaxy's edge is there, which is awesome. Yeah. So, but I'm hoping, uh, I, I read some rumors that they're going to possibly bring it back somewhere else. So I think that I don't understand. I think that it would be nice for them to bring it back. Just bring put it somewhere else. You know, like where else could it go? Do you have guys have any ideas? Uh, I think the street. Um, I think that Trevor and I talked I about that. Ta I think it would be pretty awesome to put it down Sunset Boulevard. You know that street you walk down mm -hmm. to get to Tower of Terror. And, yeah, that'd be um, yeah. Rock and roller coaster. I was thinking I think it would be Main pretty street. epic to put it on that street. Um, but they can also like put it like like make something out of the Hollywood Tower Hotel. Yeah, and they do they do do something with the Hollywood Tower Hotel. They do the Jingle Bam Jingle, whatever that thing's called. Mm -hmm. And so they have they do ta the Tower Terror, and they have like presents all the Tower Terror. But you're right though, that would be a great place to put it. Trevor would be to go ahead and put it down Sunset Boulevard, and to pull all the lights there, right? And you said Main Street. You're talking about Magic Kingdom. Yeah, yeah. yeah Main Street would be really good at Magic Kingdom too. Mm -hmm. I think that'll be uh really cool. Joe, what do you think? I love the lights. I, I, I love the lights. <laughs> right? Really? Yeah, yeah. I love them. They were like my favorite things. Obviously, we kind of just talked about it. Uh, but let's go ahead and give it a rating. Alex, what do you rate it? Oh, I rate it a two. No. Uh, I'd have to rate it like a, I'd say an eight. I, I wouldn't be, good. An I wouldn't eight. be, what's so funny? I wouldn't be surprised if you rated it a two. <laughs> no, it's I mean, an eight. It's an eight? a good solid yeah. eight. Eight? What else is going to be higher that you're going to get more, not more? If it was less Christmas music and more Nightmare Before Christmas music. Okay. Then okay. it have higher score. I, I'll take it. Okay, how about you, Jen? What do you rate it? I'm going to rate it like a 20 out of 10. This yeah. is like my favorite thing ever at Disney. And I will probably get a little emotional at some point talking about it because I do. I miss it so much. And it was my favorite. So nothing will rate higher than this. Yeah, I agree with you. Uh, you know, Trevor, for, hold on, Trevor, what do you rate it? I'm going to give it a good solid nine. Okay. Okay. What What would make it better for you? Because, you know, Alex gave, I think that was a pretty valid reason because he, he would rather have other music there. Okay, uh -huh. so that would bump it up. But what would, what would make it a 10 for you? Well, minus one for them taking it away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I mean, I think, I think it's a pretty solid, solid attraction. I think, you know, I, you know, I've only seen it once. I don't really have that big of a uh, emotional attachment to it like you guys do. But it's, it's definitely an experience. And, uh. Yeah, it's a good solid nine. I'm gonna go ahead and give it a ten. Also, yeah. Um, you know, it was something that. I mean, as an adult, you kind of lose a little bit of that Christmas spirit, right? You mm -hmm. know, it's not the same as when you were a kid. And nope. uh, no, or you say no, right? It's not. <laughs> no. no, yeah, exactly. Nope. And this kind of 
it, it made me feel that. It made me get that back a little bit, right? Was that I knew first week in December, I'm going to go see the, you know, the lights over Hollywood Studios. And I got to be with my, you know, my family and friends. And hopefully it was going to be cold, you know, so we can all bundle up and be super cold and get hot chocolate. And, you know, after the lights, what we would do is go to the gingerbread house over at the Contemporary. And we would all spend the night at a really cool Disney resort. Mm. So, and the next day we're going to Candlelight, you know, which is going to be our next episode. And it, it kind of brought that kind of, you know, Christmas feeling back to me that, that when I was a kid, uh, that magic, I guess you can say. So, yeah, that's the reason why I give it a 10. Let's get to the his on the Osborne family spectacle of dancing lights. The Osborne family spectacle of lights was a seasonal event that was debuted in 1995 at Disney's Hollywood Studios at the Walt Disney World Resort in Orlando. While this was one of the resort's most beloved events, its roots predated its time at Disney. Unfortunately, this event saw its last holiday season in 2015. So we were all there. Alex, you were there with us? Well, yeah, yeah, we were all there the last in 2015. You know, one of my favorite things to do at the very beginning of the season, you know, right after um, Thanksgiving, we put up our Christmas tree, right? Mm-hmm. And we, I get to look at all the different ornaments that we've bought, you know, throughout the years from Disney. And each ornament has like a memory. And even though, you know, it's sad that the, that was the last year we got to see the lights is that we got an ornament pretty much saying that it was the last year, you know, this is the last year. And they, were, they were, of course they were selling them like crazy. I think, uh, Jen, you have a shirt on right now that says, does it say it's, this I is do. the last year? I have my, that's a wrap shirt. That's a wrap shirt. Yeah. So you got all that cool merch that, um, they were selling saying that was going to be like the last year, sadly. And, uh, I don't remember exactly what happened. Our last, our last visit. Do you remember anything about the last visit? Not really. I don't remember like what was different about it. Um, I mean, I remember it all blends in because it's like the same every year mm-hmm. usually. So I don't remember exactly tw- 2015 December now. Yeah, you can't remember like what happened yesterday. Oh, no. No, <laughs> I can't. Jen, you remember anything about that last visit? I went a lot. And that's part of my memories was I went multiple times that year. And there are specific reasons why I went for each time. But I do remember the very last time that I walked out of it for like, the, you knew it was it. And I cried. Because it's it, it was just the best uh-huh. for me. Yep. So, I mean, and but and that's why this is interesting, you know, to have Trevor on here because he has a different take than than what we have. Like, uh-huh. you know, like my questions, I guess, I would be to him is, you know, when you were when you saw it when you were a kid, was it something that like stuck in your head enough that you wanted to go back next year, or like what was your thought process? I mean. Yes and no. Um, I it stuck with me. I you know I thought about it a lot, but I wasn't thinking. You know, oh, we got to get back to Hollywood Studios to go see the lights. I was just thinking, you know, because as a little kid, we have to get back to Hollywood Studios because I want to ride everything. You know, it it what I wasn't really um, I wasn't of the mindset of you know we got to go see this again. Uh-huh. I was just you know Studios is my favorite park. So whenever whenever I thought about studios, it was just about going to be at studios. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even before, like it was your favorite park, even before galaxy's edge. Oh yeah. Studios has been my favorite park for ever. Honestly. Why is studios your favorite park? I love like the movies and production and like, you know, the whole, the whole atmosphere is just perfect. Mm -hmm. Yep. The event was created by Jennings Osborne, 
who lived in Little Rock, Arkansas. He was the owner of a large estate in the middle of town. In 1986, his daughter asked if they could decorate the estate for the holidays, and Jennings agreed, stringing approximately a thousand lights around and over the estate that year. The display was enjoyed by the family and community and inspired Jennings to add more lights each successive year. The popular display grew larger every year, and eventually Jennings purchased the properties adjacent to his home to enlarge the display. It is reported that by 1993, the holiday decoration included over 3 million lights, along with several displays. Some of the more notable displays include a large globe highlighting Bethlehem and Little Rock, two rotating carousels, a 70-foot tall tree, and a canopy of 30,000 red lights. The massive display grew in popularity as the years passed, attracting spectators and news crews from around the world. The downside to the popularity was increased traffic and multiple complaints. So uh, that's kind of a lot of lights, huh, guys? Uh, so much. So let's think about this. What's it like to have, like, I guess that kind of disposable income that you, <laughs> you know, you start off and this is, and it's terrible, but this is what I envision in my head is, you know, uh, a daughter going, daddy, daddy, can we put lights up daddy? So, you know, the estates, you know, they, the, he lights up the estate. It's a good Arkansas and- impression. Yeah, <laughs> but that's I mean, what we it just lost all like. our, our listeners. That's like a southern like accent. You decide that's not enough, so you expand it by purchasing additional property. And mm-hmm. anybody who's adulting <laughs> knows that's not something that you just normally do. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, kudos to them. I, I'm not going to buy my next door neighbor's house because I want to expand my lights. But you know, if they had the means to do it, I mean, we all benefited from it eventually, right? Some of now, some of the things that were just pointed out though, in the history, they were still there at the, um, they were, they were moved over yeah. and I don't, I don't remember if we talked about that or not in the history. I think it will be. Okay. So this real quick about the cat. I know we're going to talk about it in the quick fire, quick facts, but, uh, what, what's so funny? What are you going to say? I just want to say something, man. I went to go look at Christmas lights uh, around like the neighborhood, you know, yeah. right. And there's this one house that's like real people are, like on the the city page were like, oh, go check out this house. Uh-huh. It's that one that, I'm not sure if I'm going to go check it out yet, but uh, you were like, oh, where's that house? And we told you where it was, you know? Uh, but there's, know they have the out. cat there. Oh, really? They yeah. Have they that have, cat? Yeah. That, it was like, it, it was, uh, it was there, like they were trying to give like a nod to it. Nice. It was like hidden somewhere, you really? know? Yeah, because whenever, yeah, it was really cool. And Mel was like, oh, look, there's the cat from uh, the, from the um, Osborne Lights. At, at Hollywood Studios, I was like, oh, yeah, there it is. It's cool. That's cool. Yeah. This escalated to an injunction against the display, limiting it to 15 days and instructing it to be lit up from 7 p.m. to 10.30 p.m. Osborne appealed and lost, but in 1994, the case went to the United States Supreme Court, where it was refused to halt the order. In 1995, the state Supreme Court shut down the display altogether. The story of the court case received national attention and offers from several cities to host the display followed soon after. Walt Disney World project director John Phelan reached out to Osborne's legal team about moving the display to Orlando Resort, ultimately leading to a discussion of relocating with Osborne himself. While Jennings was intrigued by the offer, he misunderstood, thinking Disney wanted to put the display on a true residential street in Orlando. What was actually meant was to install the display on Residential Street, a backlot section at Disney's MGM Studios theme park. 
After clarification of the location was established, and considering Osborne was a fan of the resort himself, Disney's offer was accepted. In 1995, the display was set up on residential streets as the Osborne family spectacle of lights, becoming an instant success. You know how they do ice, for example, over at Gaylord Palms over in Orlando? Kind right? of. Right? It's its own, like, thing. Mm-hmm. Why not just go ahead and, you know, this is one of those things we're talking about, oh, wouldn't that be cool if Disney was to bring things out on the road? So then people who normally wouldn't go to Disney would see something that's like Disney and be like, oh, maybe I, we should go to Disney. This was a cool little thing that they did, you know. What, uh, maybe we should go to Disney. This could, would be something that would maybe intrigue people to go to Disney, right? Why not well, bring this out on the road somewhere? Because the Give Kids the World Village, they took almost all those lights yeah. and they brought them over there. And you, you buy a pass to do that and it benefits the charity. Yeah, so he's that's something they, way different. Yeah, we, that's what they did with almost all the lights. Well, yeah, yeah. But, they just relocated them. Yeah, but I mean, why? Uh, I'm just saying that why would they? Uh, and that's great that they did that because, you know, to give kids the world, we uh, have some type of connection with them, right? Because, I mean, that's a great thing that they're doing over there. I'm not sure if you notice on our um, on our social media pages, we do have like a little graphic for them. But wouldn't it be cool if they were to bring this out on the road? Just because, I mean, this is something that I really enjoyed, you know, and I wanted able to do something like this uh not too long ago i mean yesterday actually we went to the speedway yeah. over in daytona and they uh they're doing something like this but it's not nearly as good i mean it's no. not nearly as good no not, not even close no not even close well i'm sure that you guys all um have in well i mean three out of four of us are local to each other um so i guess the question would be more for trevor but i mean we've got people in our in our town well, I mean, I feel like almost everybody has that in their town to some extent. You know, you've got your person that um, kind of overdoes it, probably on, yeah, obviously on a much smaller scale, mm-hmm. but maybe see, maybe they saw inspiration from the Osborne Lights, especially in our areas, you know, in Florida. And they, um, you know, they kind of go overboard because we had years ago, there was the person in one of the neighborhoods in our town and they would broadcast the songs. Yeah, so I I know exactly who you're talking about. Because, was it you? you? Know, yeah, no, it wasn't me. But you know, we all lived in the same town for however many years. I'm the one who just recently moved. But um, it was in that neighborhood across from the high school, or a little bit down across from the high school. And you know, you would drive by this guy's house, and you'd have a huge little like banner saying "Turn to whatever radio station." Right. Yeah, yeah. And all of his lights would just dance to the radio. Yeah, yeah. it was cool. I remember it getting so busy because you could walk out or like or walk or get out of your car and walk by. But, you know, they started selling like hot chocolate and hot dogs and just like they, they made it like an event. And so that's why everyone was was showing up. They weren't showing up for the lights. They were showing up for the hot chocolate and hot dogs. And that's wonder, the reason why I showed I, up. I feel like, I, I, of course, my husband would know what happened, why he doesn't do it anymore. But he doesn't do it anymore. Um so that's kind of sad because, you know, we lost our Osborne lights and then we lost our kind of our local guy that did that, too. But like the our city just came out with a map yep. that has mm-hmm. um, the major um, light displays in town. I guess there's like a challenge going on. So I'm thinking yeah, that things I like this that. are probably pretty similar in uh, other towns, you know, around the country, especially with everything that's going on. I think there was a TV show about, you know, a light display challenge. I think mm-hmm. that was an ABC show. show. Yeah, it was ABC. And um, so, you know, I'm sure that that's probably similar things going on all throughout the United yeah. States and and probably more so this year with the drive by displays, because right. it's just giving you something to do from the safety of your car. Yeah, that's, that's exactly what I was going to say. You know, I mean, 
that may not be like the first thing that pops into people's heads, but you know, with the pandemic, it's it's really easy to just get in your car, go drive around, see all the lights rather than, you know, go to a place like they would not be able to do the lights this year. Uh, anyway, you know, yeah. In this pandemic. Yep. They just wouldn't be able to handle it. Well, I mean, for the same reason they got rid of candlelight. Yep, exactly. Residential street was normally seen from the studio backlot tourist tram vehicles. However, when the light display was in place, the tram tours would stop in the evening, thus allowing guests to walk among the displays. Initially, the display was only the original light from the Osborne estate. However, due to immense popularity, the display grew to over 5 million lights. The display's Disney caretakers have also added a number of hidden Mickeys into the exhibit. In the 2007 edition of the display, featured over 40 of the classic icon. The display was made up of at least 10 miles of rope lighting, connected by another 30 miles of extension cords. It took 20,000 man-hours to install the display each holiday season, which was started in September every year. The event ran every year from mid-November into the first week of January and required 80,000 watts of electricity. Uh, so, you know, I think a lot of people don't know about this, but over at the, um, the, the campgrounds, right? Mm-hmm. They, everyone, I'm not even sure if they're doing it this year, but if you go back and like, look on YouTube, you can go ahead and look on YouTube. Uh, they had a huge light displays over, also over there, uh, over at the campgrounds. And people would decorate their golf carts because there was golf carts, you know, over at the, uh, the, um, at the campgrounds. And people would decorate their, um, you know, golf carts and they would do like a, a parade with their golf carts with all the Christmas lights. And not mm. only that, like the different little areas, I mean, they were going all out with those Christmas lights. Oh, really? You guys, have you guys seen video of, videos of this? I have not. <laughs> well, they they do, you know, there's also, there's massive Halloween displays. And yep. this year, what they did um, with that was, it, it used to be kind of like an open thing where you could go through and see and people were, you know, would go trick-or-treating in years yeah. past. So it was kind of of a coveted resort or reservation to be there. And then um, they closed it down and they, this year, because they didn't want those outside people yeah, coming yeah. in. And so you know, the campground was closed on Halloween um, only you, to people with reservations. Yeah. So have that, you guys gone camping at the resort? I have not. I, w- I do want to one day. No. Wait, camping is intent because we've yeah, done. Yet, yeah, nope, we've at done the campgrounds. The... Have you? I have. Yeah. Um, you know, it is definitely not real camping. Yeah. Because yeah, you, you know, you can go, you can get in your golf cart and drive to a yeah. real bathroom. But uh, it's definitely <laughs> a lot of fun. It's definitely, um, it's definitely an experience. It's definitely. It's Disney built... camping. Yeah, it, that's that's <laughs> what my mom calls it. It's Disney camping. It's definitely built towards the average person who doesn't necessarily love camping but it really is an experience and i would recommend it to yeah anyone really but and i want I, uh, I recommend you guys go on youtube and try to find some of the videos of some of the like the lights that they have displays that they have there i mean people were like building castles like like the magic kingdom castle cinderella's castle and you can like go inside of it you know and there's like cinderella's like slip slipper there and you can there's like uh the carriage from Cinderella, and there was like this, like I mean, it was crazy, crazy lights. Like I mean, it if it wasn't for everything that was going on right now, and it's probably not even going on, it's probably not even there. I would recommend us all go go do that on Friday night. Now is go go to uh, the campground and kind of mm. you know rent golf carts and gotcha. just go around that area. Um, but you know, like Tim Tracker, you know, he's a guy that we kind of follow here. He goes to the parks, 
And I mean, he has a video on that. So I de definitely recommend you checking out that video. Find the, like the, the um, wilderness campground, you know, uh, the Christmas lights. And they're really, really cool. So I just kind of wanted to share that because I think that not too many people know about that. Right. It sounds like it's a good alternative, especially because, you know, Osborne is gone. I can see where that would, you know, kind of make its way up as far as popularity goes. And it's yep. definitely something that I think we could probably try to orchestrate, you know, in years going forward. And especially, you know, the littles would really, I think, like that. Mm -hmm. But um, the, that is nothing that is sanctioned by Disney. That's all the dedicated uh, Fort Wilderness campers. Yeah. They are the people who come and they really go above and beyond and oh, make yeah. these displays so you have to give kudos to those people oh, yeah. i mean there's a there's a whole like society there's a facebook page of fort wilderness campers and um you know they they show off their different displays throughout the year and so that's kind of interesting to see but yeah it's like a whole cult following that they do it's it's pretty cool yeah so i was just kind of you know throwing it out there for the listeners to go check that out check out the videos and see that it might be something that you might be interested in doing if you ever come down for the holidays in 2004 Construction began on a new arena for its upcoming Lights, Motors, Action Extreme Stunt Show. Part of the construction included the demolition of residential streets, thus necessitating another move of the display. The solution was to move it to Streets of America. As part of the move, the studio added artificial snow, which was comprised of 33 snow machines that use 100 gallons of soapy liquid per evening. In 2005, Sylvania became the primary sponsor of the light. Starting in 2006, the park added over 1,500 dimmer relay circuits and control switches to enable the display to dim on and off electronically. The relays were choreographed to a music score. Thus came the dancing lights tradition. In 2011, the lights went through a large overhaul where all the original lights were swapped out for LED, including all the rope lights. During this overhaul, the lighting control was updated as well. This meant that all the previously choreographed dancing sequences had to be redone. With these updates, the production team wanted to change one more major element to the display, the canopy. The canopy in previous years were all red and separated in only eight circuits. After the upgrade, each light has three completely controlled LEDs, red, green, blue, giving the canopy an almost video-like appearance. In 2013, Siemens took over the sponsorship, replacing Sylvania. In 2014, Reserve viewing the light was offered for the first time as part of a Frozen holiday premium package, which was themed around the movie Frozen. Yeah, and we kind of talked about this a little earlier, saying, you know, you posted the one picture in Discord chat, and we mentioned, or I mentioned the dessert party, and this is kind of what they're talking about, I think, right? I remember seeing the tables set up for the dessert party, um, but I did want to talk about the canopy, because I remember the change to the canopy. Oh, yeah. Um, it was like a video screen of canopy lights. And so when they did that upgrade, they made the, um, they made the canopy kind of similar to that. And that was pretty cool. So I also remember the change from being stationary lights to dancing lights. And that was a huge thing. And that really brought up the, um, attendance levels for it. Because, you know, before it was just all stationary lights and everybody mm. would walk through and it's sweet and it's fun. And, oh, let's take a couple pictures and, you know, just move on. Well, now you've got these dancing sequences and now you're shoulder to shoulder. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. You're just yeah, you're just you are just you are packed in there because you're it's going to cycle through all these songs. And now it, it's something to watch and it's not just something to snap a couple pictures of and move on. And so that that definitely gave it a lot more congestion. I mean, it's the same caliber of 
an attraction, a show, you know, it, you know it's it it became its own thing when it became the uh, dancing lights. Yeah, it's definitely it was definitely something worth uh, watching. I mean, even for someone like me who's not a big Christmas guy, I don't love going around and looking at lights like it's not a big deal to me. I'll do it for my family or I'll do it with other people. Uh, but even those lights, I would like to sit there and watch for an hour because just it's so entertaining the way they did it and the way they choreographed the music. It was not boring at any point. It's just, I mean, you can drive around wherever you live in your city and see, you know, the houses that go all out, but you have never seen anything like this. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you're right. it, it was, this was the only thing like it, you know what I mean? And when you get into, and when you think about it, if you add the extra element to it, which is the, when you're standing there and they flip the switch yeah. and they knew that was the, they knew that was a big deal because I don't remember well, I, I, that's one of my memories specifically of this event that I'll go get into when we do that. But um, they made it much more of a production. You know, they picked the family and all of that stuff to, you you know, flip the switch for the lights and all yeah. that good stuff. And they made it a lot more dramatic. You know? Yes. I mean, the flipping of the, the switch to turn the, the lights on was cool and awesome. But the part that sticks out to me is how dark it gets before yeah like like you're standing it's pitch black they turn down all the street lights like it like it's dark yeah you know, the same the same way they do it at magic kingdom when you're about to watch the fireworks they dim the lights so you can barely see anything and then it's just Bam. on yeah it just happens yeah it definitely makes it really cool, like a for for a cool experience mm-hmm. whenever a choreographed song was played the lights danced to the music after each performance the lights remained steady for about seven minutes before dancing again to another selection other holiday selections played during the intermission, along with recorded segments from fictional radio stations with Arnie and Anne, and visits from Disney characters. The dancing segments cycled roughly every 40 to 60 minutes. The songs were Christmas Eve by Trans-Siberian Orchestra, Jingle Bells by Barbara Streisand, A Mad Russian's Christmas by Trans-Siberian Orchestra, Feliz Navidad by Jose Feliciano, Here Comes Santa Claus by Elvis Presley, Parade of the Wooden Soldiers by Arthur Fiedler and Boston Pops Orchestra. None for Christmas by the Plain White Keys. Christmas is Starting Now by Big Bad Voodoo Daddy. Winter Wonderland by Dan Stamper. And What's This by Danny Elfman. I love Alex trying to pronounce some of these names. <laughs> <laughs> Just go with it. So what was your what was your favorite song, I guess, or a song that stuck out to you? Because my daughter's was um, Christmas is Starting Now, only because that was Phineas and Ferb that was in their their Christmas. Special. Oh, really? Yes. So that was that was by far her favorite. My son is um, the Christmas Eve, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. It, like, he still can't listen to that. Isn't that the Carol of the Bells? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that's, yeah, yeah. That's mine as well. Me too. He still can't listen to it without getting upset. And <laughs> with the with the Trans Siberian Orchestra, they're just so unique in their sound. You know, like mm-hmm. it, it's, it really is such a, I mean, situational isn't the right word, but like you, you, you hear the song and it brings you to a situation or an event or something and you just get emotional. Yeah. Yeah. You're 100% right, man. I, I hear you. Uh, real quick. My son went last year before everything was happening. We were eating out in a restaurant and some carolers actually came up uh, by us. And they were like, hey, do you want to see you have a song? And they were, uh, my son was like, Carol the Bells, right? And they were like, oh, well, how are they going to do this one in my head? But they rocked it. They rocked Carol the Bells, right? 
uh, was really cool. I love that the Christmas Eve. I guess it's called Christmas Eve. Uh, that when they whenever they played that song at um, the lights, the Osborne lights, it was. I mean, I loved it. Uh, in the Transbirian Orchestra, right? They actually have. <laughs> I know. I, I know. I can't. I can't even pronounce it. But no, no. Stick with that. Stick, stick with that. Or okay. So I'm gonna. Say, I'm gonna say TSO. The TSO, right? When they. Uh, <laughs> They actually have a live, con- like a virtual concert coming up. Oh, and really? And we bought tickets yeah. to it. Yeah, oh, wow. we bought tickets to it. They That's do cool. that every year. Did they really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's been around for a long time. Oh, I, didn- I had no idea that they were just doing it this year, but we actually purchased tickets to it. So we're actually going to, like, I think it's on the 18th or something like that. We're going to mm-hmm. bundle up, get some. Hopefully it's cold that day. We're probably gonna. Bu- I'm gonna. I'm gonna turn down the AC in my house. So like, I didn't say. I thought you said it was virtual. What are you bundling up? Because well, I'm going to man. I'm gonna go ahead and turn my AC down to like 45 degrees. Okay. Get some hot chocolate. Good luck with that. Yeah, I know. I, know. I, th- I think I know someone who's not gonna let you do that. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, hopefully it's really cold that day. You can just turn the AC off. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna turn the AC open off. The open the windows. Really cold. Get yeah, some hot yeah. chocolate. And we're gonna watch some TSO. <laughs> Transbirian. Tra- Transbirian Orchestra. I don't know. I liked the um I liked the Barbara Streisand song. That was my song that uh I had to watch every year. Jingle bells? Yes. And how about you, Alex? What was yours? Was yours uh The Nightmare Before Christmas? Yes. What's this? What's this? What's this? And uh Trevor, did you, you already mentioned yours, right? Yeah. The uh, the Transbirian Orchestra at Christmas Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Steve Steve is saying in chat, uh the train bear orchestra. <laughs> Well, you know how I like bears. Remember that one episode? Oh, That's Disney right. loves bears. bears. <laughs> On September 11th, 2015, Disney announced that the 2015 holiday season will be the final season for the Osborne Family Spectacle of Dancing Lights with the final performance scheduled for January 3rd, 2016. This was to make way for the proposed Star Wars Galaxy's Edge area of the park. The final songs the lights danced to were Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas and Mickey Mouse Club. Most of the Osborne lights have been donated by Walt Disney World to the Give Kids the World Village for their Night of a Million Lights event, which is used to raise money for the village to host wishes and guests. Yeah, so that was actually closed. This opened up back again recently. Oh, the really? Give Kids a World Village. Yeah, just opened back up because I was like in uh, contact with them because I really liked what they were doing. Mm-hmm. Right. So, and that's just where you know where. Where is that at? That's uh, I've, I'm not. It's, it's in it's, Kissimmee. Yeah, it's 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 not like right next to Disney. Mm-hmm. It's like uh, but it's close enough that people stay there and then they travel to Disney. Like the people who, uh, you know, I guess like where it's like make a wish. I think the family stay there. Right. Yeah, and it's really nice. It's really like colorful and uh, and the and the and it's like a village. It's really cool looking. So I just thought it would have been cool for them to move the the lights to celebration. Kind of like that town square area. Yeah. Oh, that would have been nice. Or they repurpose it as Star Wars theme and keep it at Star Wars Galaxy <laughs> Edge. <laughs> or give it to. They could have made the lights dance to the uh, Mando theme song. Yeah, right. Oh yeah. But go check out Give Kids the World Village. Uh, if you are, you know, going to donate to a company, that's a great company to go ahead and a great cause to go ahead and donate some money to this year uh, to kind of. Give those kids who, you know, this, yeah, it just breaks my heart to see some of those children the way that they, you know, some of the things that they have to go through and just to go ahead and help them out. So, were you going to say something? So, now? the, um, the, I'm sorry, did I cut you off, Trevor? My apologies. No, no, go ahead. 
Um, the, what they're doing with the lights this year, um, because I researched it is they are, um, they're taking, they're doing reservations. So you basically, you pre-purchase your time slot at the, um, give kids the world village and you go in and you'll get to, you know, you get to walk around and you get to see they've decorated, um, some of the houses that are utilized, you know, with people down here having their wishes granted and whatnot. So, um, you can get directly on their website and you can pre-purchase that. And that is going on through the entire holiday season. They're doing it this year? They are. And the proceeds are... The proceeds 100% go to um, Give Kids the World, and um, it's all run by volunteers, actually cast member volunteers, uh, who are um, out there, you know, donating their time after Disney cast member? Yes. Oh, wow. That's super cool. um, and so, um, so yeah, so it's, it's a nice thing to do all the way around. And, um, so definitely if anybody is, you know, really missing the lights and wanting to go out and, um, kind of have a little bit of that, yeah, check it out because I did, um, I looked at the website just a couple weeks ago and there are reservations. Cool. Yeah. I never knew about that till today. Yeah. I was working on something. I was, I forget who I was talking with, over, with someone over there and we were going to do some type of thing where. We were going to do like a charity drive with for them mm-hmm. with the, the This Is podcast. So, but they were closed and they just recently opened up. Quick fire, quick facts. Let's go. The final run of the display was extended by three days last minute due to the insane levels of crowds that showed up for its last year. Jennings Osborne did not want to be paid for the use of his lights, but said his family would come December 23rd through January 1st each year to enjoy the lights that once decorated their homes. One of the many special tributes to the Osborne family is their stockings, hung over a large fireplace. Each member of the family has a personalized stocking made up of lights. Upon opening the lights, a technician came across one of Osborne's Halloween black cat displays. So as a tradition, every year they would hide a black cat among the display. The live radio broadcast in between the music is from the fictional station WJBO. This station lettering is a tribute to Jennings Osborne. We here at Diz His had a tradition to go see the lights every year as a large family. We were sad to hear it was shutting down. Every Christmas when we visit Disney, we remember the times we saw the lights and wish it was still there for us to enjoy. Over 9,000 Disney World workers have been laid off because of these unusual times. Even more in California. Cast Member Pantry is a food bank in Orlando that specializes in supplying unemployed cast members with food and necessities. We here at DizHiz think this is a great cause, and that is why during the months of November and December, if you sign up for our Patreon, we will donate that money straight to Cast Member Pantry for both November and December. You get all the benefits of joining our goof group, as well as helping people that brought joy and happiness to your trips to the park. Just visit patreon.com slash 65 If you want to just donate to Cast Member Pantry, you can visit their Facebook page at castmemberpantry.com. Any donations are greatly appreciated. That's patreon.com slash 65 or castmemberpantry.com. Ever thought about moving closer to the parks? Imagine being able to drive to the park whenever you wanted. If that's the case, then you must use Streamline Mortgage Solutions. Interest rates are the lowest they have ever been, so if you're thinking of refinancing, now is the time. Streamline will let you know over the phone if it's the best decision for you. 
They have been helping customers with mortgages and refinancing all over Florida for 15 years. Michael and Patty from Windermere, Florida use Streamline Mortgage Solution, and here's what they had to say about the experience. My wife and I couldn't be happier with the service and support we received from Brian and Leanna at Streamline for our recent home purchase. They provided excellent communication throughout their application and approval process of our mortgage, and we would certainly work with them again in the future for our next purchase. Visit StreamlineFlorida.com to get in touch with an experienced Streamline team member who will assist you every step of the way, supplying you with services other companies can't. Contactless services are also available upon request. That's StreamlineFlorida.com, S-T-R-E-A-M, LineFlorida.com. And make sure to let them know this has sent you. Memories. 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 Alex, do you have any memories? Um, I mean, I remember going there for the first time with my wife uh, when we went with you guys. I've never seen the lights uh, before that. But I do remember going with you guys with my wife the first time. And it was... Uh, I mean, the weekend was fun because I got to hang out with uh, Jen and, and her husband and family and you and your family yeah. for the weekend. And uh, But the lights were fun. I like the lights. They're, they're good. They're good. Hey, real quick before we move on to someone else. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is like a, this is going to be like a shared memory between us. Okay. Do you remember the one memory of us being there and we had to talk about what we, what we were going to go eat? Oh, Giordano incident? <laughs> oh, God. The Giordano's incident. I was trying, and yeah, it's a big luck town, but it was just a funny, because that, that was at the lights. We, that started the lights. Yeah. And then in there. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. Okay, Jen, do you have a memory? All right. I have, well, I have, too, wait, I have way too many memories, but my funny memory is you guys, you guys know my husband. He's, he's. He can, he's pretty passive, but when he's opinionated, he's opinionated, right? Mm -hmm. That would be a fair assessment. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. (laughs) So he, one year, and like I said in the beginning, you know, we had various families that came and went with us over the years. Some people came for a year, some people came lots of years. And so one of, um, another one of our friends, um, you know, she's kind of opinionated as well. And so we had, we really wanted to watch them. It was, we'd never seen them turn the lights on before. And I feel like you were here for this Joe. I, I think I probably was. And I know exactly so, what you're talking about. <laughs> so we, um, so my husband wanted to stand at point a and my friend wanted to stand at point B and, and they sometimes would butt heads. And this was one of those times that sometimes they <laughs> they, this was this was one of the times that they butted heads and he won um, and because he wanted us to stand right in the very smack middle of everything <laughs> right by the big tall Christmas tree. Uh-huh. She wanted to stand at the end of the street. And so um, and, and he kind of and I just remember him being like, let's go. And he doesn't really get like that. So I'm like, OK, I guess let's go. And he was right. Of course, don't let him know that I admitted that, but he was right. He can listen to the podcast. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, He, he was right. And the spot that he wanted to stand was definitely better. Um, You know, because you were standing right in the middle and everything just kind of lit up and it was absolutely magical. And, and she would not admit he was right though. Every year after that, that's where we stood. We always go to the middle. Yeah. We're we're always in the middle. 
that that's probably my funniest memory from it. And my sweet memory was the last year of it. It was very important to me. It was not a memory that I shared with my parents, um, but I wanted to share it with them. And so, and they're divorced. So I had to do multiple trips and I, I really wanted to get, you know, my mom there to see it, my dad there to see it because that just, it was so important to me. And I was able to not only get them there, but I was able to get them to see that, you know, aha moment that like, moment where everything lights up and, you know, they, I'm sure, um, well, I know that my, my dad was really, really happy that Mm -hmm. he got to see it with all of us. And so, and my mom was too. So it was, you know, just kind of like a nice closure for me, I guess. That's cool. That's a cool memory. Uh, how about you, Trevor? So, I mean, like I said before, I've only seen the lights once, so I only have, you know, one memory of the lights, but my mom wanted to see the lights so bad. And we were there for about two hours before it started. So I just remember me and my brother going down the street, just, you know, doing whatever. And then, you know, like Joe was saying, you have to be in the middle. You just have to be as close to the middle as possible. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we were in there and everything got pitch black, super dark. You know, I'm this tall, so I can't really see anything anyway. And then it's just music starts playing and then it's just on. Just boom. You know what I mean? And that was a really cool memory. You know, it, it really does bring some Christmas spirit. Uh, and then after the the first show was done, you kind of hang out, look at the lights. My mom took a million pictures and then, you know, that was it. And we, we left. Cool. Joe, what's your memory? My memory. Okay. So now I have a couple different memories. Uh, you know, honestly, my memory is going uh, with you guys. And we've been there with so many different people. We were there with your brother and his family. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah. And uh, my, my memory is, this, is I mean, I be taking my son for the first time with my mom my mom was with us so my mom mm-hmm. she got to see it one time remember that year yeah and uh she really loves christmas life she she loves christmas and i got to experience that with her uh so that was really cool and actually a memory of going with natalie and having natalie on my shoulders you know and this it was like uh it was this real magical memory this she loved the lights and to have her you know being so young and in that picture, really, you can, when you look at the picture, you can just see the magic, in my opinion. But maybe that's just mine, my, uh, my view on it. With it being the holiday season, we have a great gift idea for whomever in your family is looking for cool, unique, and colorful earrings. Champagne and Clay is a jewelry store specializing in clay earrings with many different unique styles for anyone to enjoy. Their earrings are light and stylish and comfortable enough to be worn all day. All the earrings are color customizable. Just message them with any questions and they will gladly respond. Visit Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash champagne and clay. That's Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash champagne and clay. And be sure to let them know Diz has sent you. Tis the season to make sure your home reflects that holiday feeling. Three Cheeky Chicks Wax Company has got the smells for you. Christmas is always about those warm baked cookies, so make sure to try the North Pole Cafe Wax Melt. Fresh baked gingerbread with notes of cinnamon, ginger, cloves, and rich vanilla alongside a cup of steaming hot coffee with a hint of mocha and sweet cream. Or grab the Queen's Apple Pie, a perfect blend of baked apples, lightly spiced with cinnamon rich filling in a warm baked crust. This smell will make everyone ready for those holiday baked goods. So make sure to visit magicallyscented.com and use code DIZHIS20 to purchase a wide range of wax melts, candles, and room sprays, all made by three cheeky chicks. There are plenty of holiday sales that will allow you to buy any smell that fits your house. 
That's three cheeky chicks at magicallyscented.com and make sure to put in the code DizHis20. Breaking news. Give me the give me the news. Give me the news. So you know, right now at the time of recording, uh, Disney is doing their Investors Day. Yeah. Uh-huh. So a lot of stuff just came out. Uh, number one, Hayden Christensen will be back in the Obi Wan series as Darth Vader. What? I did not yes. know that. Um, and they just announced. I don't know if you can see it. Ahsoka. Oh, hold on. Nope. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's not a picture. Uh, there it is. Ahsoka officially has her own series. I did not oh, know what? that either. I did not yeah, know that. Wow. Get, get out of here. Ahsoka officially has her own wow. series and it's set concurrently with The Mandalorian. Nice. Uh, I'm, I'm just looking. Uh, I'm sorry. No, that's right. We'll edit this out. Lando yeah. has his own series. Lando, uh, whatever his name is. Calrissian. No, a, different, yeah. a different Lando. The Bad Batch, but we already know about that one. Yep. Hayden Christensen returns as Darth Vader. That's pretty joining big. Ewan McGregor and Obi-Wan Kenobi. That's going to be fun. The original series begins 10 years after the dramatic events of Revenge of the Sith. Wow, this is crazy. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> He's so the, I'm sorry. <laughs> the guy from Rogue One uh, officially has his own series. The, the, uh, the guy who's like, the I'm one with the guy. force? No, not the blind guy. Oh. Like the, the other main guy. No, that's Ip, that's Ip Man. Ip Man. IP? Yeah, Ip. or something. What? That's IP Man? Yeah, man. Oh, right. The guy who plays that character? Yeah. Uh, Rangers of the New Republic. Oh. Is What's a new... that? So that is a new original series set within the timeline of the Mandalorian. So, you know, the Republic after the Empire fell. Um, wow, this is crazy. Oh, was I going to start Mr. Kim? <laughs> I'm really excited about that Ahsoka. Yeah, so am I, man. I mean, I knew they were going to end up... They were, they, I mean, they were talking about doing like a Mando like prequel you know, and all these different things. Mm-hmm. And of course we have the Obi-Wan uh, one coming, uh, mm-hmm. series coming out mm-hmm. and they're going to go, they're going to break out like a crazy person. This, but they have Disney plus they're going to start. I hope this opens up for other stuff to come out. Like not only mm-hmm. star Wars, but let's go ahead and get like, uh, some, some more Marvel series out well, on Disney plus. There are more Marvel series is, is, uh, coming than star Wars. You know, we, with Marvel, you got uh WandaVision, mm-hmm. Loki, uh, Falcon and the winter soldier, yeah. Uh, oh, what yeah. if? Yeah. Moon Knight. You know, you and, got uh, Miss Marvel. You got She Hulk. You know, you got so many, and they're announcing more right now. I'm just I'm trying to find them. Um. So this is breaking news. Yeah, this is like happening. This is, right this now. is happening I mean, right now. This I mean, is, at a time of recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ho- okay. You know, you got the Hawkeye series, live action Pinocchio coming to Disney Plus. I don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> um. There's a yeah, dude. We talked about this. There's a live action Pinocchio. <laughs> Yes. Dude, so, Tom, okay, so I have, I have the list right now. So Tom Hanks Star is gonna be Geppetto, man. <laughs> oh yeah, you mentioned that. I know, I, I told you. He's America's dad. He's America's dad. Okay, so here's the list. Rangers of the <laughs> Tom New Hanks Republic, is America's Ahsoka. dad. What? Yeah, he's America. You know, you've never heard that phrase. He's Tom America's Hanks dad. Is, Tom Hanks is America's dad. No, I never heard that <laughs> phrase before. Um, so Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka, Obi Wan Kenobi, The Bad Batch, Andor, Visions, Lando, the Alkalite. A droid story, and the then the Rogue Squadron. So a whole bunch of stuff. Star Wars fans are eating good tonight. Um, and then, you know that's you know what that saying is right there. Eating good tonight. That's something that Jen's brother would say. <laughs> <laughs> well, you don't even know him. Listen, He's awesome. No, He's... you know what? Hey, I kind of, I kind of am liking Trevor delivering the news like this. I Me feel too. like Listen, this man. should, this should happen in the future. Trevor, the the news guy. Also, funny is now that I'm sitting here and I'm listening to this and I'm kind of flipping through. Joe, your mom posted this information before you even knew. Which about one? It. About what? 
Obi-Wan Kenobi. When my mom posts stuff on Facebook, it's kind of like hit and miss. It's kind of like one out of every 10 posts she does yeah. is true. Yeah. So no, she on, posted it. They're on 10 minute break right now. <laughs> At least they were nine minutes ago. So we're going to be getting some new Marvel information anytime now. Or you can do it. You can share it with us in the next episode. If you got something All good right. in the news, we'll he call can, you he in. Can do, he can do the news in the next episode. <laughs> just, yeah. just say something and I'll be like, breaking news. <laughs> this is this is the this is gonna be the signal for breaking news. But uh, for the next episode, this is gonna be two weeks after. This oh yeah, is good announced. point. Don't do that. That's a good point. <laughs> breaking news a week, two weeks later. <laughs> you're Maybe still, we should do it. Maybe we should we do should. it, and you're still talking. Like we call you, and he's just still talking about all the breaking news. Like, have you been talking for the last two weeks? <laughs> okay, so uh, you got anything else? Breaking news. Uh, we're going to see 10 Marvel series in the next few years, 10 Star Wars series in the next few years, wow. 15 Disney live action animation and Pixar series, and then uh, each each title will premiere directly on Disney+. Plus. How are they doing too much? Dude, no, well, this, is, no. this is over like a couple of years. Yeah, man. Y'all know like when, what, we got two more episodes of Mandalorian, right? Uh-huh. So when the Mandalorian- you know, It comes out tomorrow. Yeah, it comes out tomorrow. But, but the point I'm trying to make is this, okay? Is that, <laughs> guess what? Usually after Man, you said it's a too much, which almost sounds like it's too oh, no, much, I'm right? So a lot, it's like everyone just like threw up Disney all in your face. And you're like, well, let's, let's just back up a minute, right? Put some of that back down. Let's take a breather. Yeah, yeah, right? It's kind of like after the Mandalorian's over- we're gonna be like, what's what's going on? And we're gonna be like sad for like months, you yeah. know. So no, now- we're not because we've got one division. We're just gonna have to. Oh, we're just gonna wait. start reviewing that one. Yeah. All right, I think it's funny. I'm just gonna make one last comment. So the Obi Wan <laughs> Kenobi series logo is made out of sand, and we all know how Anakin feels about That's sand. That's right. He doesn't like it. It's coarse. <laughs> I don't like sand either. I'm not a big fan. <laughs> it gets yeah. in his uh his robotics arm. Yeah. So Alex, got any news or anything to share? What you did in the world of Disney? You know what? I really don't. I, I really don't. Well, that's fine because we had so much news from Trevor. So yeah, uh, it's not even done yet. Yeah, so. it's not even done yet. So we'll, we'll keep on getting updates from him. Well, Jen, I want to talk about your trip because you had a little trip to Bay Lake. So I went and stayed at Bay Lake Towers for the first time, and uh, that was fun. And um, I liked it. I I like the proximity to Magic Kingdom. Actually, my husband and I we walked um, the entirety of the Seven Seas Lagoon. So we did. We walked all of the resorts. So because I don't know why. What do you mean it you walked just, it? What do you mean like we you, walked? I, we I walked the walkway. Oh my gosh! Oh, Trevor, just got some news. What do you got for me, Trevor? Just got some news. Breaking news. Just confirmed. Hocus Pocus Two is coming to Disney Plus. Oh, that's <gasps> cool. Yeah. When is it gonna come out? Uh, next year. <laughs> Probably Halloween. I was just joking. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the Bay Lake Tower was nice. Um, it was a nice little getaway. And we went over and we did the holidays over at Magic Kingdom. I'm watching Alex. It doesn't look like he's frozen, but he's actually, he, this is real life. <laughs> Oh, Why? Gosh. Why is he? He's a red. Let me so breaking news. <laughs> New series: Peter Pan and Wendy. Yara, Yara Shahidi as Tinkerbell and Jude Law as Captain Hook and Peter Pan. And oh, Wendy oh that's pretty awesome. Oh. <laughs> oh, that's funny. So you walked Anyways, the whole yeah. thing. Okay, that's how pretty long cool. did it take? Yeah. Um. Well, we stopped at resorts in between. Oh. So, uh, you know, like maybe an hour or two. Breaking news. Uh, Chippendale Rescue Ranger shows uh, oh, coming starring John Mulaney as Chip and Andy Samberg as Dale. 
Oh, nice. Oh, John Mulaney. That's great. Who's John Mulaney? John Mulaney is my favorite comedian ever. Who's John Mulaney? So go watch his three specials on Netflix. He's the best. Go ahead and just give me like, what is he in? (laughs) What is he He in? He was was a comedian. He was a writer for Saturday Night Live for five years. And then now he hosts and has his own special and he's the best. So just go watch the show. (laughs) What's so funny? Actually, just on the disc is to promote John Mulaney. All right. Okay. So was that overall a good trip, Jen? Breaking news. Firmed. A Moana series is coming to Disney Plus. Oh, oh my Dude, god! I wonder if Lin Manuel Miranda is going to be in it. Of oh, course, I'm sure, I'm sure he will be. That's pretty awesome news. Wow. I'm so excited this about is, that. This is what they're talking about: how how like Disney and Pixar and like you know they're they're bringing a lot of the movies into their own shows. Um, all wow. of these shows are said to have. All, I'm sorry. All of these shows are said to have movie quality. The only difference is time. Uh, Jen, are you sitting down? I can. I'm, that was a dumb question. I can see you sitting down. <laughs> Amy Adams is returning for Disenchanted, a sequel to Enchanted on Disney+. Plus. Oh, I'm so excited. Oh, I love it so much. That's all right. That's all right news. Enchanted? Yeah, I'm not that big of a fan, but... I liked know, Enchanted. Enchanted was really, a really good movie. Sister yeah. Act 3 is... <gasps> Sister Act 3? <laughs> Sister Act 3 is, is Goldberg Disney+. Plus officially announced... Breaking news. Tiana series is in the works oh, for Disney+. Plus. Oh, man. Tiana series would be good. Wow. Moana musical show. You didn't Dude, say this... it was a musical show. Did you say it was a musical show? Um, hey, do you think anything's coming out tonight? What? No. Do you know sometimes like people, for example, like this Blizzard, is... when they were doing like their gaming things and announced like like BlizzCon, right? Mm-hmm. They would be like surprised. Like, oh, we're dropping like one of these new awesome things tonight. Oh, like surprise? That's yeah. cool. Hey, before we go ahead and get going, you know, I just want to talk about one thing. Uh, we got a new Patreon, uh, Chewy, right? Uh-huh. Uh, we spent some time talking um, sometime last week, and I just want to say thank you to him. You know, it, it's always good to hear from people. Uh, you know, Alex and I have been doing a lot of social media lately. Uh, I know that because I talk to him, like, almost every day. What? Uh, and, uh, you know, when were we here, people reaching out to us, and like, hey, you know, you make our day or you bring light to, you know, a time where things are, you know, not so great. It really makes, this is the reason why, uh, for me, I think all of us, all personally, like, this is why we do this show, mm-hmm. is to make people laugh, you know, to have fun, and bring some type of positivity to the world. So I just want to say, you know, thank you for, sh- you know, keep on sharing these messages with us, because it really, um, you know, it makes... This is, it makes me be like, oh, you know, it's actually, we're doing, do, kind of doing what we want to do, which is to bring some type of positivity to the world, you know, and uh, the, just make people happy, you yeah. know. That's one of the reasons why I love Disney so much is because when you go there, everyone's mostly happy. I, you know, it's really rare to see someone who's not happy when you're going to Disney, I think. I don't, maybe because I'm not looking for it, you know. Uh, but I know Trevor got some breaking news. I'm sorry. We got, hold off the breaking news till next episode, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, just we're about gonna, the Mandalorian. Just gotta wait. Just gotta wait. Just Go gotta wait it out. I do. I can't wait. No, you gotta wait. No, you gotta wait. Mandal- no, I want to hear oh, about the Mandalorian. Okay, hold on, Go ahead. Hold on, stop. Breaking news: Mandalorian season three expected tomorrow. Christmas season next year. <laughs> When's Christmas season next year? Yep. Well, that's not a surprise. Like we knew that. It. it was just well, I'm not saying it from you. I'm just saying that you know. Confirmed. Okay. <laughs> Listen, man. I'm just. I'm just bringing the news. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't shoot the messenger. Don't shoot the messenger. Okay, you guys ready to end it? Yeah. Yes. So that's the his on the Osborne family spectacle of dancing lights. I'm Joe. I'm Alex. I'm Jen. I'm Trevor. Thanks for listening and have a magical week.
Please follow us on all social media by searching DizHiz65. Share us and subscribe to our podcast to get the latest show when it is available. If you want to help us out, get tips, get your memories shared on the podcast, see pictures and videos of what we are up to at the parks, join our goof troop on Patreon.com and search for DizHiz. Attention shoppers, we now have taste in the bread aisle. Dave's Killer Bread. That's right, an organic bread that's no longer a sedative for your taste buds. Dave's Killer Bread is on a mission to make the most of the loaf, to rid the world of GMOs, high fructose corn syrup, and artificial ingredients, and plant the seeds of good in all that they bake. Killer taste, killer texture, and always organic. Dave's Killer Bread. Bread amplified.